Welcome to the Vanessa G. Fitcast. If you think eating less is the answer to getting lean, or that you have to choose between having donuts and wine or having a body you love, well then, girl, you are in the right place. Chances are you've fallen victim to diet culture's terrible advice on how to eat and exercise. But don't worry, this podcast is going to bring you actionable information so you can start transforming your body without giving up your life. I'm Vanessa Gillette, founder and head coach of Vanessa G Fitness and Nutrition. This podcast was born from my passion for helping all women create bodies they feel confident in. Thank you for tuning in and trusting me to support and guide you. Now let's do this. Welcome back to the Vanessa G Fitcast. I'm Vanessa Gillette, and today I have a very special guest who I am super excited to introduce to all of you guys. We have on our newest one-on-one coach, Abby Nelson. Welcome to the podcast, Abby. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, we are so excited to have you. I'm so glad we were able to make this recording work. Um, For our listeners, so Abby, she joined our VGFN coaching team Um, Back in June, after we really found ourselves for a period of time there for a few months, we were just kind of having a longer and longer wait list of people really wanting to work with us, coach with us. And as you guys know, we do offer very high touch, one-on-one individualized coaching, which really means that we can only work with a limited number of women. But because our mission is to just help as many women as we can, which is that point that we found ourselves really deciding, all right, it's time that we expand our coaching team, add on another expert coach, and we began searching. And let me tell you guys, I spent several months out there searching for the best coach. I actually, we received over 100 applications for this position. I interviewed close to 50 coaches over the course of a few months. Um, But when, gosh, when we found Abby, When I first spoke to her, I really just knew that she was the perfect fit. Not only is she incredibly experienced in really helping women transform their bodies and their relationships with food, but she's so, so passionate. And she really, as you guys are going to learn here in this episode, she has an incredible transformation story herself that I am just so excited to share with you guys. So, Abby. That was so sweet. (laughs) Well, I, I want to, you know, I could just be on here talking about you all day long, but I want the listeners yeah. to be able to hear a little bit about you from yourself. So, you know, you've had an incredible transformation. Like I've talked about, you've overcome some really tough times in your life, some serious traumas, some difficult challenges. Um, why don't we really kind of start from the beginning though? Tell our listeners just a little bit more about your story. Like maybe how did things really start for you? Where did your struggles with your body and nutrition really stem from? All right. So I, I guess I will definitely start from the beginning because I to kind of give a little bit of like, I don't know, picture. Like I came from a very like normal family. My parents were divorced, but my mom remarried when I was five. And so I had my stepdad growing up my whole life. Um, And I would say like when food and like my body image kind of came into the picture was around fourth grade. I had gone on a trip with a friend and I was actually sexually abused by her dad. And so that's kind of when, 
it's okay. I think you'll learn throughout, like, as I speak, I think everything that I went through in life really shaped me into who I am today. And so I definitely don't like regret anything in my life or that has happened in my life. But I think at that time is when I really started to kind of use food as a coping mechanism. And it's when I started to realize that my body, like I just started to have different thoughts about my body, I guess is what I would say. Um, Growing up, I wasn't always like the skinniest kid. I wouldn't say I was super overweight, but I was always kind of like the chubbier kid. And I'd say in grade school, kind of when I started, like kids started kind of making comments about how I was a little bit heavier. And so that kind of stuck with me. And again, I would kind of emotionally eat those feelings. And so my mom actually got me into dance. And I absolutely loved it. I danced with an amazing, amazing studio. Fell in love with that, kind of poured my heart and soul into that. And did that all throughout middle school and even into high school. I was on the dance team. And, you know, my weight kind of, I was one of those people that would like, I'd get kind of chubby and then I would lean out as I would grow. Kind of, I feel like it's kind of like your normal puberty I guess but um but then in in middle school actually I took care of my grandma who lived in Florida so I was I constantly traveled to Florida all the time and she was kind of like a second mom to me and she came down with like a terminally ill illness and so I actually helped take care of her for the last couple weeks of her life and while I was down there I was actually sexually abused again by my uncle And that's kind of when things like really spiraled out of control for me. Like after she passed away, that's really when I kind of turned back to food again and to cope. And that's also when I kind of turned to alcohol to cope. Mm -hmm. And so, um, so that was always kind of a really big struggle for me. I feel like that's kind of when I lost like all any and all self-esteem that I had, um, You know, that's kind of when like the depression started, the anxiety started, kind of all of that kind of mental health stuff started for me. But I was still involved in dance and I absolutely loved that. Um, But then I got pregnant when I was 17. So um, got pregnant when I was 17. I had my daughter when I was 18. And to say it was easy would be a lie. (laughs) It was. (laughs) extremely extremely hard but I would not have changed it for the world because I think at that point in time I think I was headed down maybe a not so good path and I think in a sense I always say like she kind of saved me and um you know to this day me and her are best friends and I would not change it for the world um and then so for college I did go to nursing school I did that and I was helping or working with people with disabilities, which I really, really loved. And, but the, like I'd say, like financially, it wasn't stable enough for being a single mom. I've been a single mom my whole life. So I just went back into the restaurant industry because to me, the restaurant industry is just, it's easy money. And, you know, it, it gave me, you know, the time off during the day, to have with my daughter because she was younger and 
So I did that. And during that time, I was also in a pretty, I was in a long-term relationship for like six or seven years. It was a very toxic relationship, extremely toxic. Um, A lot of like emotional abuse that went along with that. And I really kind of just like lost myself in that relationship. I'd say I kind of like gave away kind of every piece of me and mentally I was just like, I just kind of felt like I was like non-existent in a sense. And so when that relationship ended, I actually like got even worse. Like I would have thought getting out of that relationship, I, my feelings about myself would have gotten better and they didn't, they ended up getting worse. And that's when I'd say like when I ended that relationship, I was maybe around 160 pounds and within like a year and a half, I was at 225 pounds. And I think a lot of it was emotional eating and also like emotional drinking, Mm -hmm. because once again, that's how I had learned how to cope with life stressors, I guess. Wow. And yeah, so then I would say like that before I started kind of my fitness journey that kind of year before I started, I had really, and even before that, I've always loved learning. And so I was really kind of like studying nutrition and studying even like hormone health, because at that time I was eating and drinking like so poorly. I remember I would like binge eat, but I would like closet eat. Mm -hmm. So there were times I would go to, like three different fast food restaurants because I wanted a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And I would just eat in my car because I didn't want anyone else knowing how much I was eating. And it just like, it just spiraled out of control. Like even before I would go to like family parties or family events or even hanging out with my friends when I knew food was going to be involved, I wanted to be able to enjoy the food and the drinks that were there So before I would go, I would completely eat like, I mean, I would binge eat before I would go. So that way when I got there and I would eat quote unquote normal, it wouldn't, people wouldn't judge me because I was just eating normally like everybody else. But little did they know how much I had eaten before I had gone to that event. Um, And I just felt like, I just felt so guilty all the time about where I had gotten myself at that point. But then it was just this this circle of feeling guilty for the choices that I was making, but then continuing to make those choices because I felt guilty. So it just, like I said, it just spiraled into me gaining, you know, 65, 75 pounds within a matter of a year, year and a half. And I, like last January, my daughter came to me and she admitted to me about dealing with a lot of like pretty severe mental health issues. And so she started kind of going in and out of treatment for the better half of last year. And that was really, really hard. But when she told me, about what was going on, I knew at that point that it was time for me to like, I needed to do something about this because I wasn't, I didn't have the energy to 
get through. I had the energy to go to work. I was working in the restaurant industry at the time. I was working six, seven days a week, um, you know, managing. So it was anyone that's worked in the restaurant industry. It is long hours. It is stressful. And especially everything after uh, COVID and all of that, it just like got even worse with being short staffed and it just kind of took over my life. And so I'm like, well, I don't have possibly have the time to take care of myself right now. But my daughter admitting to me that she needed help kind of is what gave me that push to get the help myself. And so I ended up, I was one of those Instagram people that was always on Instagram following other people and (laughs) seeing what they're doing. And I had followed this one girl for a while and she had said that she does like the free consultation calls for her coaching. So I'm like, what do I have to lose? Whatever. I'll hop on a phone call. And so I remember I was sitting in the Whole Foods parking lot and I hopped on this phone call with her and she kind of just told me about what she does and she teaches a sustainable lifestyle and, um, you know, gave me the pricing. And at that point, I'm like, I don't know. Like at that point, my daughter's bills were just kind of piling in and I'm like, I, I don't know if I can commit to that right now. And I remember walking inside a Whole Foods and looking around and just being like, I don't even know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. And so I walked out of there. I didn't even buy anything. I called her back and I'm like, okay, just tell me what to do. Let's do this. I, I need to do something. And so at that point I was, at that point I, this was May. So reverse a little bit in January after my daughter had told me kind of what was going on, I actually got sober. And so I had initially lost a good like 25 pounds just from quitting drinking because I was drinking so heavily that I think my body was just so inflamed and, um, and my, I had horrible gut issues and just everything that kind of went along with over drinking and overeating and the foods that I was eating. And so I hired my coach back in May and I got incredible results. And I also learned a ton through the process. I learned really how to incorporate foods that I still love, not having those feelings of guilt surrounded by food and really just having a plan put in place. Cause I was pretty fairly educated on macros and nutrition and, and working out I really more so just needed the accountability and someone to just be like, here, this is what you have to do. Go do it. And I knew I would do it. I just needed that extra step of accountability as well. And I remember sitting there like a month into my journey and being like, how can I help other women? Because I know that I am not alone feeling the way that I felt just months ago, feeling so defeated and so quite honestly, just like disgusted with myself. And I had found a plan that works, that doesn't feel restricted, and that can ultimately bring you happiness. And I'm like, I need to share this with the world. (laughs) Like, how do I do that? Yeah. And so I started coaching with um, like kind of like a supplement company. And I really kind of fell in love with it, but my coaching style, I definitely always provided more value than what was 
kind of required with their coaching. And so I knew that I wanted to go above and beyond what I could offer with them. So I actually uh, started my own business because I was really, I mean, I was really good at, at what I did. I, ha- I was able to really connect with a lot of women. I mostly worked with moms um, and a couple husbands here and there, <laughs> but um, but I just, I loved it. And I think people were really able to kind of connect with me. And I started my own business and I ended up investing in myself once again for that. And then that's honestly how I found you. <laughs> I think the only, if I wouldn't have invested in myself once again for my business to help other women, I don't think I ever would have even found you and your amazing team. So that's kind of, that's kind of how I got here and how I found you. And yeah, I'm sure I skipped over stuff, but (laughs) your, your story is so powerful. And I know I said that in the beginning, but I, I, that's where I just was loving sitting back and hearing you really tell it for our listeners firsthand, because it's so inspiring for everybody out there, because I know there are so many women who are in a place where they too maybe feel stuck. Maybe they want to lose weight. Maybe they want to quit drinking or reduce the amount of drinking or control their binge eating tendencies or just are struggling with certain things that maybe they picked up on throughout your story. But so many women tend to see other stories out there. They can hear people on social media. They can see the transformation photos and they can very easily say, well, sure, like you can do it, but I can't do it because I have this that I'm going through or, you know, Mm -hmm. you don't have the circumstances that I have. You are not a single mom with a a daughter. You aren't dealing with family issues. You don't have the traumatic past that I have. You're not working six to seven days a week, long hours. You know, you Mm -hmm. don't have all these things that I'm struggling with. But hearing your story, Abby, it's not just inspiring. It's like you're not just a person who inspires people. I think you're the type of person who people aspire to be more like, to be that kind of strong, to be that kind of person who can say, yeah, like I've been through a lot of things and that's made me who I am today because tough times make tough people. And I think you're just mm-hmm. living proof of that. And that's just one of the many reasons that makes you an incredible coach. Thank you. Yeah. And I think I was, I mean, I was that person for a long time that I always had excuses of, well, i you know, I have this going on or like I pulled like kind of like the, like the poor me kind of sorry me, like, you know, no one else has been through what I've been through. And, um, like I said, I don't have time for this right now. And, you know, I'm a firm believer of you, you, you prioritize what is important to you. And it took me a a while to realize what was important to me. And, what's important to me is my health at the end of the day, you know, without being healthy, not just physically, but mentally too, you don't really have, you're not going to have as fulfilled of a life, I guess. Yeah. And so let's, let's talk about that a little bit more. So obviously your life completely changed. Um, when you lost the weight, you quit drinking, you really just Mm -hmm. completely changed, not just, 
what you look like, but who you are. You started coaching other people. You started transforming other people's lives. Like you're Mm -hmm. a different person today. So I imagine that, you know, because as I can see, like you're, you still have goals. You're still working towards things like anybody. We don't just, you know, the finish line is always moving. When we're in love with the process of fitness and just becoming better, we're never really fully satisfied. We always want to keep just seeing how much better we can become. But I imagine Mm -hmm. that what motivates you today is very different from what motivates you in the beginning. I know this is something that we talk about a lot with our clients as far as, a lot of times when we get started with our fitness journeys, we're really being pushed by pain. But once we get into it, the pain inevitably subsides a bit because as we start to overcome those things that were filling us with so much pain, we start to feel better. And if we're only motivated by being pushed by pain, a lot of people can give up on themselves. But for you, I can see that you're no longer, I mean, I'm sure there are those past pains that probably still push you a bit, but I can see that you're really now pulled by that future vision for yourself. You're more motivated by the, the ability to get better and to have different things pulling you forward. But I guess I want to hear from you, like what motivates you today? Like how do you continue to show up for yourself? So I guess my motivation today, so for those so I guess initially when I did start my my journey, it was mainly for weight loss. And then along with that weight loss, I didn't realize the amount of like confidence I would build in that. And a lot of my motivation today, I, right now I'm actually doing a year-long reverse diet. And I might even push it even further than that because I'm, I've really fallen in love with being able to kind of like just like change your body composition and and I've always been really like interested in the fact that like our bodies are truly amazing things like the things that we our body can do for us is truly truly incredible and so a lot of my motivation now is just to kind of just continue living that healthy lifestyle but also leading by example and knowing that there's still, you know, there's still things that I struggle with today. There's still some weeks, especially with the summertime right now with my daughter in school has me been like going to the gym has not been as consistent as I would like it to be, but but allowing myself to give myself that grace because I know that I'm still doing better than I was doing, you know, a year and a half ago or two years ago. And so I think just realizing that there's always going to be phases within your journey. And I think that's kind of my motivation is to kind of just constantly keep learning things about myself and understand that it's okay to go through phases of kind of ups and downs and really just learning more about yourself. And I do it to feel good too. I just feel good. You know, I, when I, you know, don't go to the gym, I tend to not feel as good throughout the week, you know, versus when I do make that time to focus on myself. And, you know, even if it's just going and getting in a quick 30 minute workout or going outside and going for a walk, it helps my mental health. Because again, I've, I've always had anxiety and depression. And so it's something that makes me feel good. And nutrition plays a big part in that for me as well. 
you know, when I'm eating very nutritious kind of whole foods, majority of the time, I tend to feel a lot better. But it's nice also incorporating all the fun foods too. (laughs) And not, not feeling guilty about it anymore. Like that's the best part. You know, I just being able to go grab fast food when I feel like it and not feeling guilty for it or sitting in my car and eating it in private to try and hide it. So. For sure. I mean, I, it's incredible even knowing that that's something that you used to do. You used to really hide and eat in secret, which, you know, mm-hmm. I know the listeners know from uh, my own storytelling that like that's something that I used to do as well is binge eat in secret. I know it's something that so many women do and struggle with that they don't share about. So to be able to have yeah. examples like us out there that we can say like, yeah, nowadays we eat these things and like we're openly showing it to you what we eat and we can be able to eat what we want. And then when we feel satisfied, we push it away and we can feel comfortable doing these things and we can love our bodies, feel confident, continue to make progress both both physically and mentally. It's incredible. And it's amazing that we can set that example. And I just hope that everybody out there listening, that you know that this is possible for you too. Like you can get there. There's nothing special about us. Everybody is capable of this and we just need that support and that guidance. And that's something that's important to understand about Abby's story is she didn't get there on her own. She reached out for help. She realized that she needed to be there for her daughter. She needed to be there for the ability to help others and that she wasn't going to be able to get there on her own and reaching out for help. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was one of the biggest realizations that I had is I'm very much a person that nope I got this I can do this on my own and so admitting that I needed help and and finally getting that help and truly investing in myself that was life-changing that was life-changing because it finally made me commit to something and it having that help is it was night and day difference so well so let me ask you this then Abby just to kind of tie out some, um, some loops here, looking back at your journey, like you just reflecting that whole journey for me, if you could go back in time to really any point in that process, like what's something that you maybe would have told your younger self or would have just wished that your younger self had known when you were kind of getting started and working through your fitness and your nutrition journey? Um, I want to say like, Maybe that like it's never too late and to just give yourself some grace because I'm also, you know, I'm 31 years old. So I really didn't start kind of changing my life until I was 30. And I think some people, you know, think, well, I'm already like past the point or I'm not young anymore or, and I know I'm not like that old, but it's still like I never thought at 30 I would finally be where I'm at today, if that makes any sense. <laughs> it makes total um, sense, and it's incredible. Yeah. You should be so proud of where you're at. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, before we um, wrap it up here, is there anything that maybe I didn't ask you about or we didn't really get a chance to talk about that you just wanted to share for the listeners? I don't think so. I think I just, I think sometimes I have to pinch myself that like this is my life because I mean, I just feel like it wasn't that long ago that I was sitting in 
on my bed, like really trying to figure out how I can help and reach so many women. So I can one, share my story and two, just be able to help them and help guide them and, and be their support system for them. And, you know, I'm finally doing it, or I mean, I have been doing it, but now working with such an incredible team like BGFN, the amount of women that I'm going to be able to help and just create kind of like that domino effect. And I'm just, I'm so excited and it's such an incredible team and I'm, I cannot wait. <laughs> so <laughs> well, we're so, so grateful to have you on the team, Abby, of your future one-on-one clients are going to be incredibly lucky to get to work with you because from what I've just in the time that I've been around you already, I know I've learned a lot. I've absorbed so much, which is wonderful, positive energy. And I think you really do have a presence about you that is so supportive, so warm, and is just what really makes it an amazing coach. Um, Thank you. But for our, <laughs> our podcast listeners as well, where can they connect with you to maybe just learn more, follow along, or just maybe share with you if they connected with your story at all? Yeah, so my Instagram handle is really where kind of I share most of my story. I'm an open book, you will learn. Um, but my Instagram handle is abbyroad.fit. So it's A-B-B-E-Y-R-O-A-D dot fit. Awesome. And so. we'll, we'll be sure to link that in the show notes as well. But Abby, thank you again for coming on here and sharing your story. And for anybody out there listening, if you feel stuck at all, if you feel like, you know, it's too late for you or like you could never lose the weight, you could never um, get control with your eating and your drinking or just find happiness. I hope that you can just pick up from Abby's story that it's never too late and that it is there's just no such thing as being impossible that you can do it. Anybody can do it. It just really starts with making that choice, making that decision to just get started. But that is all from us for this week. So thank you so much for listening. We will be back next week. Thanks for listening. If you learned something today, the best way to say thank you is to subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review in iTunes. And if this particular episode resonated with you, do me a favor and take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram story. Don't forget to tag me at Vanessa G Fitness so I can show you some love. All right, my carb queens, talk to you in the next episode.